This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, I'm Tracy Koga, and thanks for downloading this podcast from ilikehugh.com. If you can, give us a follow or subscribe. And remember that all the information about the guests in today's episode can be found at iliqcom Now, let's get started. I'm Tracy Koga with something short and fun. This is a Hugh soundbite. Well, it was so nice to see you for the very first time, Therese, and welcome back for a second time. You know, I love it. It's kind of cool. We can now start to build relationships <laughs> in this virtual kind of setting. And uh, you've got a new song, another single, This City, and uh, it is, uh, I think, a summer anthem pop song. Wow, thank you so much. That means the world. And yes, thank you for having me back. It is awesome to be able to continue the connection and the communication. I love it. Oh, yeah. So I know that, uh, you know, we've been through this whole thing with lockdowns, with writing. Uh, I wanted to talk to you more a little personally, uh, Therese, as you as an artist, you know, and as a woman and, you know, an identity too, um, you know, who you identify with and, I mean, and your music is, is so wonderful and happy and, and everything like that. But I think also, too, it's been um, a conduit for you, right, to show uh, off who you are. Yeah, especially during this time. I mean, music has really helped so many artists get through. And I think so many people who just enjoy music, just listening to your favorite song can really get you out of kind of that negative headspace, which I think a lot of us are unfortunately just just feeling during this time. Mm-hmm. So this city, what is the story behind the song? Yeah, so the story is I moved to Toronto at the start of 2020. It's a little short-lived due to the pandemic, but um, it was quite lonely moving across the country and not knowing a lot of people in this massive city. And so the first month there, I mean, I was really hustling, but it was, it was quite lonely, to be honest. Like, I was writing... Um, I was doing two to three writing sessions per day, um, so really hustling at night. I was um, I was running people's social media accounts for money so I could afford to live there, and I, I just didn't have much of a social life, and so I came up with this idea that the city makes me think of you, because I think a lot of times when we're lonely, we grab at the last place where we felt really loved, and, and typically for a lot of people, that can be a, a romantic relationship. So I was thinking a lot about this this past flame um, and how I was starting to imprint um, their memory on this new city. And so I wrote this idea, this city makes me think of you. And I was finally, after hustling in Toronto, I was invited to write at um, what's called a song camp. So it is like the most literal version of musical chairs. 
where a studio will invite a whole bunch of creatives, so producers, artists, songwriters, and you all break off into rooms, you write a song, and then you all switch up rooms and write another song and just keep doing it until you run out of time. And at that uh, songwriting camp, that's where I wrote This City, and it was the most fun writing session I've ever done. I still have videos from that day where we're like jumping on the couches and the producer was spinning in his swivel chair, like standing on top of it. Um, Cause we were just having so much fun and just so uh, resonated with what we were creating. And I realized that I was not the only lonely person in the room. And that was such a, a shifting point for not only my music, but my time in Toronto, because I was able to meet so many people through this opportunity. Um, and had it not been for that loneliness, then I might not have come up with this idea. Wow. Well, you spoke of romance. So what is, you know, I, well, I guess, yeah, what is romance right now during a pandemic and, and not in isolation? But for you, what, what, does, what is romantic for you? Romantic? Um, I mean, right now, my romance life is at a standstill. Um, <laughs> but I'm getting to do a lot of, like, personal growth, and I have a little dog, so... We've been bonding. I got her partway through uh, COVID, so we've gotten quite close during that. But um, I think romance, I think it's always like a shifting definition. When I was younger, when I was around 16, kind of that age where people or where women can be considered boy crazy, um, I would joke that I was just doing research for writing, but I'm just doing field re research. <laughs> um, but I think romance, especially like when we're all stuck at home, it's just going that extra mile, making someone know that they're loved and that you care for them, um, and in a way that they'll understand. So it's kind of exciting. You are working on your EP, the full-length mm -hmm. project, and uh, it, how do you, I guess right now, because you can't tour, um, there's no live shows. So what are, what are sort of the pivoting business things that you're looking at to still have the same kind of energy and excitement for something that you have worked so hard for? Yeah, I mean, I feel very motivated working on this EP because there's, I mean, there's always a lot that goes on behind the scenes as an artist, like the whole recording process um, and creating the content that can take months and that's almost always behind the scenes. So I'm a little bit used to that side. Um, it, it definitely is starting to get a little frustrating having not played live shows in a long time because that it's like, I just love playing live. Um, so I've been doing a lot of live streams lately mostly on um, platforms like TikTok, where um, artists can somewhat monetize what they're doing. So people can tip them essentially um, for their performances, which is not available on every platform. Um, so that's been a really great way to connect with people. Um, and it's really cool when you're on a live stream, because you can be like, where are you guys from? What time is it where you are? There's people from all around the world. Uh, which is really fun, and there's always interesting conversations, and I think that is a really excellent way, too, for people who love to go to concerts to get a little bit of that social interaction in. Um, but social media is really, I mean, anything digital right now is really, really kind of what artists are 
are having to resort to and there's not a lot of options for what we can do to mm -hmm. promote music in a, in a safe way where everyone's safe and healthy um but also in a way where we can really truly showcase our talents because a, a live stream doesn't always capture all of that <laughs> <laughs> well and plus it's hard to get your band and everything behind you too as well um but I guess moving on into the future and, you know, the future of music. I think the music industry is going to go or is going through a change, right? Correct? And how important, you know, is it, Therese, to really have that social media presence? And you know how hard it is to keep that up. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's quite important. I've actually through this time, I've done a lot of educational programs, uh, mostly in partnership with RBC and, and SOCAN and Launchpad in Toronto. Um, and it's always interesting because there's a lot of different perspectives on this. Mm -hmm. um, and so some people will, will say that it's not as important. And I think you have to find like your own definition of it and your own approach with it because the way that I approach it is not the same way that might work for every other artists, but I think it is really important because it's, especially right now, it's very hard to really grow your audience without live shows. And as I mentioned with the live streaming, I mean, I'm, I'm able to live stream and perform for people all around the world all at one time. So that's a really excellent way to grow your audience. Um, I think too, what's happening with the music industry is with social media, it's so saturated because everyone has access if they love to sing, they can start posting singing videos, maybe one takes off and, and they're kind of off to the races. And so it is quite saturated. And so to not partake in social media, you're kind of um, missing a big piece of some people. Mm -hmm. That's their whole approach to music. It's just social media. Um, and it seems to work for them. But I, again, I think you need to find something that's authentic to you. I don't think that forcing it is the way to go at all um but maybe documenting what it's like in the studio what it's like to do um an interview or whatever it might be um might be a more authentic approach for people but i i think with so much saturation on social media people are really yearning for authenticity mm -hmm. and you can get sniffed out really quick if uh, <laughs> if you're playing a facade Oh, well, and I love that you use that word authenticity because I, I was going to ask you how much of yourself do you put out there on social media, right? You got to yeah. leave a little bit of personal yeah. stuff. Well, again, it's, it's partly um, having privacy, but also partly a safety issue. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I think when you are out on social media, you need to be very mindful of what information you are putting out that could indicate your location, your address, your phone number. Uh, I'm always mindful when I, because I'll show my dog on live stream and I'm always mindful of her dog tag because I'm so scared it's going to flip over and show my phone number. Um, <laughs> but I also don't want to put someone else's phone number on, on her no, dog tag for the bits. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's finding a balance and, and being cautious. Like it is still marketing. It's still a branding move. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, with any business, you don't put everything out on the forefront. It's not marketing, but it is, I would say, just like taking the bits and, and highlights of yourself and what you're willing to share and kind of putting it in, in, in a little bow. <laughs> and a little pink bow. <laughs> yeah, a little pink one. Um, 
But yeah, I would I would definitely just say just to be very mindful of mm-hmm. um, of what information you do put out there, such as say your school, um, because that might come back to um, haunt you in a way that I I would just hate to see anyone feeling uh, unsafe or mm-hmm. like they don't have a lot of privacy. Well, words of wisdom from such a young person, but you I know that you know social media. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so it's so great to see you, and uh, I know that you're going to play an acoustic of this yeah. city for us. So, I would love to hear it. Thank you so much, Therese. Congratulations! This city is out, and uh, your new EP will be coming out this fall. Can't wait for it. Yes, I'm so excited. Uh, this is this city. Um, I don't think I've played an acoustic before, so you guys are going to get a, a cool little sneak peek. Okay. <laughs> Never run into you, but I guess that I don't try to. No, no, been a month or two, but I don't wanna remind you. I figured that you see me online. I figured that you give me a sign. If I was in the back of your mind, you just I call you. 
Listening. This has been a production of iLikeQ.com. Podcast distribution from the Sound Off Media Company. What happens when we play outside? We become healthier, both mentally and physically. We become more creative and more focused. We connect with nature, each other, and ourselves. Let's take this outside. A new podcast hosted by me, Marianne Iveson, an aspiring outdoor athlete and nature lover. I speak to athletes, outdoor professionals, and scientists about their connection to nature, how it affects their performance and everyday life. Let's take this outside. Available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and at letstakethisoutside.ca. I'm Matt Kundal, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent. Almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com. Another Sound Off Media Company podcast.